This season of Max Tax Advantage with Nissa Love is sponsored by Webb's Tax Prep. Great news! Your business is growing, but this also means more expenses and more for you to keep track of. You know there's money coming in, money going out, but you're not exactly sure how much or where it is being spent. You know you need to be doing a better job of tracking it, but just don't have time. If you're nodding your head right now and thinking, yes, that's exactly how I feel, then you're ready to take the next step. It's time to hire a bookkeeping service. At Webb's Tax Prep, they specialize in helping small business break through the plateau they often hit when they need to start outsourcing their bookkeeping needs. Webb's Tax Prep has pro advisors and certified bookkeepers on staff to provide service that includes bank recognition, account payable, accounts receivable, reporting, monthly and or quarterly bookkeeping duties. And there has never been a better time to sign up with Webb's Tax Prep Bookkeeping Service because they are offering a free 15-minute consultation. If you're interested in getting your small business financial house in order, sign up now at webstaxprep.com. That's webstaxprep.com. And make sure you tell them that Nisla sent you. Web's Tax Prep, your profitability advisors. Universe. Media. Network. 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 Hello everyone, my name is Nisla Love. I help small business owners navigate the tax code so they can save money and by providing the tools necessary for their business so they can be prosperous and success in a thriving daily day with their business. We have experts on the show that can tell you and show you how it gets done, how they have mastered their journey when it comes to the tax code and then also to how their business and their service will complement your business so you can continue to be successful. We have small business owned and they're crushing it with the tax advantage. And today I have the pleasure of having Brandon Ar- Arnold, Aaron, am I saying it wrong? Aaron, you're good. Brandon okay. Aaron. Bra- okay, I'm gonna start over. Today I have the pre- pleasure of having Brandon Aaron on with us and he is the co-founder and ceo of higher one he is a six-year navy nuclear supreme supreme submarine i'm saying it wrong tuss wire submarine submarine veteran say that again like a tongue tie and not only that he is a fellow bunker lab volunteer ambassador and ambassador and I just want to say thank you for being on here. I feel like I'm getting a little nervous, just like a little tongue tied, just saying all this stuff because, wow, six years in the Navy? Yeah, six years uh, being what, what's referred to as a Navy nuke. Uh, it was definitely an adventure. Um, yeah, if you ever want to talk about it or just Google uh, what it takes to, to be a Navy nuke, there's some uh, fun, fun Wikipedia page on it. A nuke? What, what, you know, I know, what made you want to do a nuke? To do that? Um, so I did a lot of research uh, coming out. Um, and when I say coming out, I, I flunked out of college uh, right out of uh, my, my freshman year. 
it was not an academia thing. It was definitely a, an effort and a, um, you know, finding purpose thing. Um, so after flunking out of uh, college, ironically, went to, uh, met with the Marines, met with the Navy, met with the Air Force, um, took the ASVAB, uh, ultimately decided on becoming a Navy nuke, uh, knew I wanted to go on submarines pretty early on. Um, and the thought process then was that it was going to be a nice uh, career path for when I got out of, of the military. Um, okay. And it actually proved to be true. Our community is pretty strong. Okay. All right. Well, I can relate about being in a community, being strong, go army. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's something about, you know, when you get together with other veterans, it's just, it's like a, you know, it's almost, it's a family. It really is a family. Okay. Enough about veterans and, you know, your military life, which I know that it does connect the dots of what we're here to talk about. So one of the things I always ask my guests is how, how and what can you remember any tax benefits that has helped you over the lifetime of your business? Yeah. Um, well, one of the huge ones that's, that's really helped over the lifetime of the business is not being profitable. Right. <laughs> um, Are you, you know, serious? You don't want to say that. <laughs> well, hold on. Well, just, <laughs> I think it takes a while to, 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 to grow your business. And I think it there's does. a lot of pressure put on people out there for not hitting goals or making, making it where they think they should be. So this is the shout out to like, things take time. Right. Um, so uh, what we're looking at using next year or a big one we wish we could have used or qualified for uh, was the ERTC. Um, mm -hmm. And that one is running out soon. So if you yeah. haven't heard about the employee uh, retention tax credit for your small business, um, they need to come talk to you or someone like you. Uh, yeah. so that one we wish we could have taken advantage of. We just didn't qualify. We're, we're a young business. We just turned two. Um, the next biggest thing I would say for, for small business owners and people that are just starting out is don't, don't be afraid to expense what you use for your business, your cell phone, your, your, your internet, uh, when you're going to work meetings, when you're taking people out to, to eat, what you spend on marketing, if you're using your personal card, like a lot of early stage entrepreneurs do, um, take advantage of, of, of that stuff. And it requires a lot of effort on separating mm -hmm. your personal expenses with your business one. Right. Uh, but that effort will come back um, when you're, you know, bootstrapping and, and, and dollars matter at the end of the year. That's true what you said, because I have come in contact with a lot of small business owners. They don't realize the expenses that they are entitled to expense out of and have some deduction. So yeah. it is very, I mean, just... But I will caution, you know, not everything is deductible. Not, not everything, even close. Not not everything. Even, it's, not a, it's not a blank slate. No, no, it's not. It's not like, OK, I just bought this Ferrari and I'm going <laughs> to deduct it. There's, no, a really they, fun, no. there's a really fun snippet of uh, Schitt's Creek, the, the, the Netflix show where they talk mm -hmm. about tax write offs. And that's in a very comedic way. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not a blank slate and, and it can't be 100 percent of everything. No, it's not. It's not you. I mean, so but you are correct, though, that um, depending on your business, if you're not the first couple of years, the IRS looks at it like, OK, that you're not going to be profitable, but they want you to have the intent of that you're going to be profitable. So there's yeah. a difference where mm -hmm. versus where if you're doing a business and 
it's not a business, it's a hobby. So if you get into the habit of where you're not making any profit or the intent to make a profit, then they could classify it and say that you are having it as a hobby. And yeah. then you don't want to be in that boat where you have to come back and get audit and then have to look and say, okay, well, we're going to take this back. And now you have this big old bill. So yeah, no, no one, no one, no one wants to get out of it. That's, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but there's plenty of steps we can take to make, if you ever do get that letter, you can feel a lot better about it than if you don't have any help or don't have any structure set up. Right. And that's the key. Having structure is very vital in reference to it. So Brandon, can you tell us more about your business and how, having your service can benefit our audience. Yeah. Um, so I run a boutique recruiting firm. Uh, we, we specialize in candidate focused uh, placements and, and recruiting where most recruiting firms focus on the position. Uh, we work with none other than Navy nukes, right? So we have this super qualified, super talented pool of individuals that are, you know, getting out of the military, uh, normally after 6, 10, sometimes 15, 20 years um, that are looking for opportunity. So our job at Hire One is to, you know, translate those skills, educate these companies on mm -hmm. um, what Navy nukes are actually capable of uh, post-Navy because it's not just going and sitting at a power plant. Um, and once those companies know our managerial skills, our work under pressure, what we can do, Mm -hmm. um, doing the exact same with those Navy nuclear candidates and showing them um, what is available to them. Because I know when I got out in 2017, um, I had a very limited scope on what I could do professionally. Mm -hmm. um, and since being out for the past five years and seeing how many directions Navy nukes have went, um, it ranges everywhere from entrepreneurship to finance to tech. Um, so it's, it's really cool to see. Um, so What's one skill that stands out you would think when it comes to a Navy nuke? Yeah, I, I think our biggest one is the ability to, to, to consume knowledge and then, you know, pair mm. that with attention to detail. So. Oh, yeah. Attention to detail. That is. Yeah, because that's something you definitely need when it comes to any business because of the day to day that you probably have, you know, interact with clients or in real estate, property, law. So just having that attention to detail is very yeah. vital. And then not only that, I would say being military myself, but then you have that constant person where they're dependable, reliable. I mean, it sounds yeah. cliche, but it is because, you know, we're the military has trained yeah. you to be like that. Yeah, we're, we're able to get caught up to speed so quickly, even in fields that have nothing to, to, to do with nuclear power. Um, if, if, a Navy nuke uh, wanted to go, you know, manage a real estate team. They have all the soft skills needed. They just need that little bit of expertise training. And when that's given to them, they are going to absorb it so well. Um, so, yeah. So can you tell us what, what the process looks, what does the process look to um, utilize your service? Yeah, uh, process uh, for the clients or, or, or the businesses that are interested is to really just schedule um, an introductory call with us so that we can learn what, what you're looking for, right? We have to start translating your needs into um, our military training and figure out mm -hmm. where, where the dots connect. Uh, once we do that, we set up a, uh, 
uh, an open contract essentially where we say if you have an open position or you're interested in um, looking at hiring Navy nukes, um, we want to supply them for you and we'll go head to head with any other candidate source, um, internal oh. recruiters, other recruiters. Um, we, we just were, we're that confident that once you um, experience um, what a Navy nuke can, can bring to your team, you're going to be asking for more. Um, oh, wow. That, and that's based on past experience too. Getting emails like that is pretty fun. We want another Navy nuke, please. <laughs> I love it. I love right. it. Navy nuke. Okay. Navy nukes. We're, we're the 21, 22 year olds that are underneath, you know, hundreds of feet of water operating a nuclear reactor plant, making, making the submarine go forward. Mm. Yeah. It's like one of those jobs that you don't think about, about it, but you know, it has to, is like, it has to be done, but you don't know all the detail what goes yeah. into it. And it's, and, and from our end, it's really tough for us to, you know, explain what we did. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's hard to say you stared at a gauge for eight hours every other day and took very detailed notes. And then on top of that, you did 12 hours of maintenance on super complex machines. And then on top of that, you, you know, knew every inch of the electrical diagram of, of the entire boat. Um, and it just, you know, one thing on top of another, it's, it's, it's hard for us to describe too. Right. Understandable. So I don't know if my audience know that by hiring a veteran, you can tap into the tax benefit as the work opportunity tax credit. Now, I don't want to, I know I know about it, but can you share with them how that looks like? The working work opportunity tax credit when um, it comes to hiring credit? Yeah. So I, I, when it comes to tax, I always lean on professionals, right? And I love mm -hmm. having professional relationships with tax professionals because it is so complex. It's it's yes. not something I recommend putting on your your own shoulders as a business owner or an agent. Um, we have our skills that that we're good at that, that mm -hmm. we can highlight. Um, my understanding of that is, you know, it's something that is an incentive to help veterans uh, gain gain employment and. If you meet uh, proper proper criteria and the checklist, you can uh, claim it through through your business taxes. That is uh, correct. Kind of um, similar to the employee retention tax credit in a way. It's just if you meet the criteria of the specific calculation that's in place, which again mm -hmm. I'm not an expert on. But no, no, that's fine. I didn't, I didn't want you to. Go, I mean, I could I could break it down, but I just wanted yeah. to your experience. Is that something that you highlight to let people know? Because um, I do when I talk with my clients that it is beneficial because not only you're going to get when you have veterans, um, you have that accountability, you have that, you know, they're reliable, they're detailed and they're yes. dependable. Um, but then also having that work opportunity tax credit, which also is an incentive where the federal gives you, um, they match up to the, the salary, just like Brandon said, they match up to the salary. So you get a tax rate, you know, it could go from 2,400, so it varies and then, but there is some guidelines that need to be set in place. Like, you know, like, have they been in the first year of employment? Um, you know, are they considered a target group? So the, the key thing is that by not only you're helping veterans, you're going to be helping your business in the long term so you could be successful. And then also too, you can see that that growth needed also too. So it's like a win-win situation when it comes to um, hiring veterans. It definitely sounds like a win-win, which is sweet, right? 
because uh, my, my passion in is not on getting clients tax refunds. It's definitely about placing <laughs> veterans. So to have that icing, icing on the cake is, is definitely cool. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that would be my end. Like, okay, you need to hire veterans because you get a benefit. At the same time, you're going to get a good, solid uh, employee for your business also, too. Because who doesn't want that? Yeah. So I think that's a, a, a really cool, you know, maybe if you are interested in that tax credit or in hiring veterans, then it'd be worth a, a five or 10 minute conversation with, with us to, to see if we can pair you with the, with the right match. Okay. So, okay. So you started talking about if they're interested in hiring veterans for their business and it goes from, and you said in range of different services available. So it's not like, okay, how can I hire a nuke, a nuke veteran, um, submarine? Like, how is that going to sit? But it's basically that still that skill set that is needed for your business from admin to marketing. And I'm like, okay, so it's yeah. a very, so I don't want anybody to come on. It's like, I don't need a nuke. No, you yeah. need an individual. And, for there's, your business. and there's plenty. And, and the cool thing about our, our community is there are, there's a large portion of us that do exit the military and don't stay in the direct nuclear power right. uh, pathway. So that's what I'm right. talking about. There are nukes out there that are experts in marketing, that are experts in cybersecurity, that are mm -hmm. expert in leadership, that are expert in uh, right. sales. Uh, so yeah, we, we go, we go all okay, over the place. Great. I just want to debunk that, that people are thinking like, okay, I, how am I going to fit a nuke? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> so it's, no better I, in my <laughs> Yeah, I appreciate the emphasis on it. Uh, yeah, it really but that's true. I mean, like when I was in the military, I did um, chemical by bi um, chemical biology, nuke, nuclear, which yeah. I don't even do that anymore. I'm in accounting. So that's just like way out no. of there. So I could test that, um, that it has helped set that foundation with me growing my business and me working. Even when I was working as an employee, it, ha it has helped me with that foundation because you get that skill, that set, that leadership. So you have that tools necessary that you could take with anywhere you go, that portable skill set yeah. that we like to say. I could not agree more. Okay. So with that, with you having your business where you help employers um, find employees, um, what's some of the trends that you foresee that can impact small business owners? Because, um, you know, the whole thing that they said silent walkout and... Yeah. You know all this thing that's going out when people are leaving a job, but yeah. I would I will say that with veterans, you know I hate to I want to put a percent and you could probably put a percent you you see that you don't see that as much and why is that? So it it it, it definitely depends, right? And I think the power right now is is in the in employers' hands. Mm -hmm. uh, my biggest trend that I see is absolutely that. Um, employers that focus on a retention policy will be more successful in the future than employers that don't focus on a retention policy. People oh, are walking at people are walking out of jobs left and right. Um, and I think what most employers or small business owners don't realize or don't have at the forefront is that you know your retention policy starts with the first email you send to potentially interview a candidate, how you talk to them, how responsive oh, you so are. True. It, it goes so into how you onboard them, how you treat mm -hmm. them, how you respond to PTO requests. Um, the the days of employment being just about a W-2 salary number, um, I, I think are dwindling. And, mm -hmm. and 
people have a much higher emphasis on some of the non-tangibles, um, a work-life balance, a fair PTO policy, uh, equal opportunity advancement, uh, out of work uh, camaraderie, uh, a mission. Um, so companies that are able to focus that and leverage that, um, I think are gonna benefit leaps and bounds uh, just purely in the one measurable aspect of retention of employees and, and what it costs to replace a competent employee. So can you give us um, three tips of what um, that you have, well, three tips that can help employers realize that employees need value. Yeah, one hundred percent. And it's not so much. And you know, first people are like, well, I'm going, I'm paying you a salary, but we all know it's more than just money because you probably know people, and I know people that people will work for less because they have that that gratitude of appreciation, and then not only that, they feel value. So, what's three things that an employer could look out to make sure that retention that you were saying? Yeah, uh, yeah, we can definitely. It's, it's. I could come up with uh, a dozen topics, but I think three big ones. Um, the first one I think is hugely important. It starts in the interview process. I think from the very first point of contact, share with them what your company's interview process is like. Some companies have a one interview, seven day process where you're starting work in ten days. Other companies have a ninety day process where you have to go through two department heads mm -hmm. and your boss. So setting that expectation at the very beginning can only benefit your relationship, right? If they know you're not going to talk to them for two weeks, they're fine with it. They just need to that's know true. from the start. Um, so one, that's an easy one. Uh, the second one uh, would be upon onboarding. You have to have um, a pretty substantial onboarding program to keep someone busy uh, for, let's just call it, if they're a full-time employee, you have to keep someone busy for their first 40 hours of work you know, with, with tangible stuff that's going to help them progress and learn what they need to learn. You know, it can't be, a, you know, take this online course that's going to take you 22 minutes and then be gone. Um, so having proper... So you have that? So you had, you had, you had that experience with um, before where people would just give a like online class of 20 minutes and that's it. And then well, yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of small businesses out there that um, don't have a, a set policy when it comes to onboarding and it's very willy nilly or just, you know, sit, sit by my hip and learn this, or sometimes mm. it's just throw them in the deep end of the pool. Uh, veterans, uh, I think, enjoy structure, enjoy mm -hmm. a progression. Um, right. so one of the tips and tricks, you know, specifically for the veteran community would be, you know, have a solid onboarding process. But I do mm -hmm. think it goes out, goes out further. And uh, is, it, is that something that you, you your company help? No, it's something I'm passionate about as a, as a um, you know, a young CEO, as someone who's going to uh, one of our goals is to bring on a W-2 employee next year. Right. So. You know what kind what it's something i'm passionate about because it's something i'm going to get the opportunity to do and i want to do it correctly because so many people have failed at it mm -hmm. so and i think focusing on all this stuff from the start makes a big difference but that's not to say there there's always room to hit the brakes and turn around no matter where you're at um, right that's so true in your business so um solid interview expectations and timeline uh, a proper onboarding 
And then my, my third one would be, you know, do a legitimate 90 day, 90 to 100 day review mm. where you not only listen to said employee, um, employees like when you listen, don't get me wrong, um, they like seeing action taken on what they say. Even if that action is we are not going to do anything, they prefer hearing that than getting ghosted. So Nisla, we really appreciate your input on changing the vending machine to nothing but blah, blah, blah. Unfortunately, we talked with management and we're not going to be able to do that. Uh, we just wanted to let you know, right? So keeping that touch point of I heard you, now I'm also reacting to what you said. So what I'm hearing is communication is key on both ends, not just a one way street because no one wants to be talked at. That's I mean, that's what I get. You know, yeah. you know, having employees of for myself, one of the things is I always like to collaborate and because, yes, you are the employer. Yes, you are the boss, but you can't see everything. And no. you're not doing everything. So to have that second eye or the third eye or the fourth eye and having that different perspective is not to say that you have to do exactly what they say you to do, you know, that you, you just you're hearing a different, a different perspective. And like you said, taking into consideration what they're doing, listening to them, valuing them. Yeah. So those are three, three easy trends, I think, are easily adaptable by by any company out there regardless if you have one employee or a thousand employees um and i I do think they will they're they're hard to measure but um employee retention is is also hard to measure Um, and and that goes hand in hand what you said earlier about the you know the ac credit also too so if you have a good you know good retention people are coming back so if there's another opportunity for you to take credit, you can take that because that credit is for longevity, not just, oh, I have this employee for what, three months? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, would, it would not take uh, long to research a company out there that you know maintained as close to 100% um, employment as they were that took, a, you know, had a huge ERTC credit. You know, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's some out there. And I bet if you do research on those said companies, they have a very good employee focused right. know, department and, and employment. Um, right. Uh, just, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the key is that you want to acquire good employees that's going to help you be successful and help you thrive. And then at the same token that not only your business is benefiting, you could also get that tax credit benefit, but then you could be prosperous and you have money to save and grow and do other things. So, because one of the things I like to say is in order to be successful, you need a team. 100%. You need a team and you need to surround yourself with good people, good people that's going to make you better, make your business grow better. And then also too, you know, we were never created to be, to do anything on our own. We all need help. Yeah. And the best thing is to always have good help in here. Yep. Yeah, good good help that's that's mutually beneficial, right? Building right. wealth, right. building wealth, right. you know, again, sharing sharing what you've earned. Um, you know, I think in the in the realtor space and, and the um, investment space that's it's more true than than a lot of other ones, right? Like right. having one hard working agent on your team who likes and supports you and understands you um and and respects mm-hmm. you because they're they're well compensated their their issues with said company are you know acted upon 
Right. Uh, it really does go a long difference. And the competition for most industries is only going up. Scalping is only going up. Uh, companies are going directly to competitors to, to, to pull people. Um, mm, it's true. So, yeah. It's true. Uh, build, build loyalty outside of the W-2 paycheck. That's key. Yeah. That is so key. So do you have any advice or any comments would you like to share with our audience? Uh, no, I mean, I definitely want to take some time to, to thank you uh, and, and give a shout out to, to what you're doing. It's, it's, it's a need um, that, you know, most people don't even know the half of it until they talk to someone like you and mm -hmm. you being able to educate people like that and open up uh, doors that were previously closed just because it's your expertise is pretty awesome. Uh, for me, just, uh, you know, I always strive to, to, you know, push a positive work-life balance on, on people that are listening right now. Your career is, is just a small part of, part of you and us. Um, mm -hmm. so, so take some time for you and your family or your hobbies. Um, but you gotta, you gotta recharge. I want to be doing this for, you know, two, three, four decades. And with that is going to come a lot of recharge time. You can't go, oh, yeah, can't go pedal the metal all the time. No, you can't. Yeah, you you need to, because you're constantly pouring out. You'd be deflated, so you have to pour in and pour out. So you need that, like you said, life balance. Definitely. Okay. So how can the audience reach reach you? Yeah, um, I'm assuming we can put put some contact information somewhere. Uh, yes. The best way for me is either going to be on LinkedIn. Uh, just find me and Brandon Aaron, um, or I'll leave my my email is Brandon at Hire One. Uh, dot com. There's no e at the end, so that's that's tricky sometimes. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so direct email or or LinkedIn. I'm super active, super active on both. Um, and anything that involves uh, veteran hiring or employee retention programs, um, I'm all about chatting. Awesome. Well, I'd like to say thank you, Brandon, for being on the show at Max Tax Advantage. It has been a pleasure and an honor that you. You are here and I want everyone to take advantage of your services at Hire One because it is an opportunity to grow your business and make your business flourish. And at the same time, you have quality employees and then also to you have a team that will help you continue to grow your business. And then what better yet, you'll have veterans on there also too. So it's like a win-win situation. And I want to say thank you everyone for being here and listening to Max Tax Advantage and speak to you soon.